hello there, all my loyal friends, badass maniacs out there. Thank you for joining. Good to see you. Still tuning in, huh? Well, you know, you're a loyal and dedicated bunch, and I love each and every one of you. Listen up. One of the questions I get frequently and most passionately is from people who want to know how they can be more influential. Now, let's start with the assumption that people ask that question not so they can have more power, necessarily. At least not as their primary concern. But because they want their voice to be heard. They've got a passion. They've got some vision that they want to make real. They've got something they want to accomplish. As you know, I consider that to be the greatest and most noble goal, is to have a vision and to have reason for being on this planet and to have that reason being rooted in service to your fellow man, to your community, to your teams, or even to your customer. So I have no problem trying to teach people how to become better influencers. I think it's important. So it occurred to me this way. Here's what influence really looks like. Someone said to me the other day, hey, it's Friday. And what immediately jumped into my head was that ridiculous song from about a decade ago called Friday by Rebecca Black. Now, Rebecca Black, to be honest, was a pretty terrible musician. And the only reason that she got the exposure, the massive exposure, worldwide exposure, on all channels, she was on radio, she was on video, she was on internet, she's everywhere. And the only reason for that is that they reportedly spent around 4,000 US at the time getting a hit factory to write and to produce that song for her, to put it out in the market, and to make it viable and help it spread. But they did such a good job of it that 10 years later, when someone says to me, it's Friday, that song immediately pops up, and you're welcome, it will for you too now. There's a couple of reasons for it. Number one, she went and anchored that ridiculous song to something common or something emotional. So the catchphrase, it's Friday, is something that people use all the time. So even if I were to forget the song completely, every time somebody says that phrase, it gains new life. It rises up again. So anchoring your thing, your message, your sentiment, your vision, your purpose to something that's always sitting on the conscious or near the conscious mind is crucially important. So you've got to hang your message off something that's emotionally powerful to them and you've got to find a way to link one to the other. So when I go out and coach, I'm always trying to tie my message to bigger questions that I know are meaningful and always sitting on the subconscious mind of my listeners. Do you want to be more successful in general? Do you want to learn the skills that elite performers in every domain of life, whether it's performing arts or sports or business and beyond, use every day to achieve the things that they achieve? So I'm anchoring my message constantly to other messages of belonging, of creating something that lasts beyond your lifetime. And then the next thing that Rebecca Black had to do was repeat the message. So that means it had to get out there. It was on the radio 10 times a day. The video was everywhere. All of this exposure from all these different channels, not to mention the fact that some people out there just thought it was bad. The point is, no matter what the exposure, it was constantly in your face. So it's anchored to something powerful and something that's omnipresent in my life. That is to say the term, it's Friday. And it was repeated so many times that I can literally hear the song. It's almost like an after image in my eyeballs. It's burned there. And believe me, I didn't ask for that kind of trouble. And then the last thing that she did successfully was to amplify those waves. So again, the controversy around who is this kid 
oh, well, she bought her success. Oh, well, the song is terrible. Oh, well, it's been auto-tuned. Oh, well, it's grammatically incorrect. There's teenagers driving the car in the video. What the hell? Like, there was all of this meaningless controversy around it that made it ever-present, but it was also memorable. So to my mind, if you want to influence people, you have to have some way of bringing those three factors together. And if you do it right, people will never forget you. And again, if you're trying to make a difference, if you're trying to be of service to your fellow man, if you're trying to create something lasting, something that makes the world a better place, if you're trying to deliver unparalleled service, you want to be memorable. So if you look at what I do, and I'm by no means the best in the world at this, there are many more who are so much better who really invented the game. But I do anchor what I talk about to the emotional feeling of being part of something special, of being significant, of creating real memorable change in the universe. Then I repeat my message over and over. I really don't say a whole lot of different stuff. I just say the same thing a bunch of different ways. And then I amplify those things. So I'm out there not only in my client's face, but you know, I go through different parts of the organization and simply knock on doors and say, hey, what are you guys doing with Agile? Let me show you how it could make a difference. Let me show you how other people in the industry are using it to make a difference. Let's take some of the problems that you have today and instead of solving them in a year, let's see what we can solve in an hour. Right, those are the amplification waves. Those are the things that make it memorable because it's different. Because who else does that? Who else comes into our space and solves our problems in 30 minutes? Who else talks about Agile like it's simple rather than complex? Who can describe and teach it in 10 pages instead of 500 pages? Who else gives away their best information for free rather than hiding it behind a paywall or charging for it? You bring those three elements together and you have a powerful opportunity to not only influence but to inspire people. See, because we don't just want our message to be memorable or unforgettable or Rebecca Black unforgettable. We want it to move people to do differently. And that's one area where It's Friday falls short. When it's dead and gone, it's stuck in our brains, but how is the world better because it existed? What we really want to do with that influence is use it to inspire people. Let me summarize by saying this, that the point of all influence is to make people better. If you can influence, if you can inspire, you will make people better more quickly, more effectively, and more permanently than anybody else in your market. That's the reason we want to gain influence, is to help others become more so that they can do more, contribute more, achieve more. And then they become the next generation of leaders who in turn influence. And before you know it, we've created a movement. So that's the question I'd like you to ponder this week, is that if $4,000 can buy unforgettableness, what could we do with it? Using those same techniques, take the $4,000 out, but learn the techniques that that $4,000 bought, which is to anchor, to repeat, and to amplify your message so that it becomes the shot heard around the world. You do those things well, and you can make real change, my friends. I want to hear how it's working for you. So don't forget to reach out, badassagile.com. You can find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile, on Instagram, I'm at Badass Agile. And guys, thank you so much for being true believers, for being part of something special, for being part of this elite tribe. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, stay badass.